All right. So is everybody ready? I am back and ready. I guess I'm ready. So. All right. Good evening and welcome to the Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast, for our second episode in which, coincidentally enough, we'll be looking at Beast Wars Part 2, the second part of the two-part pilot. Hey! Much like the previous part, uh, Bob Ford wrote this, and it, but it was directed by Steve Ball. Yeah. And we're still the same people. I'm David. That was Rob. I'm Jones. Yeah, and there we go. Right. Previously on Beast Wars, uh, pre- Maximal Predacons crashed on what is maybe Earth, surprise. They fought, uh, and now Turncoat Predacon Dinobot is challenging Optimus Primal for leadership of the Maximals. But before that, we get an intro sequence with clips from the show where all but two clips are from the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I think they made the the pilot a fair bit in advance uh, of the uh, of the later episodes. Well, given that it aired months in advance of the later episodes, I think that's fair guess. Yeah, I'm more impressed they had anything else to put in but the pilot. Yeah. All right. So, Optimus Primal kind of has to accept this challenge because there's only one way to the base. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, they don't really know the terrain that well. They don't know if there's another way around this crevasse. So they fight, and it's a really good fight. It is. Although, at the beginning, Dinobot says he's so enthusiastic about this whole taking over the Maximals thing that he's already changed his activation code. Which yeah, makes me wonder why activation codes are a thing in the first place. Yeah, it's a little... Yeah. <laughs> you can just change I mean, it. Like, you, you yeah. can make it any random thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, Scorponok well, should make his Scorponize. You know he just picked the same one as Megatron, though. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. He's not too clever. Well, he's clever with some things, like building robotic bees. Apparently. <laughs> he has, like, a not split so personality episode to episode. I guess he's yeah. he could be, like, an idiot savant. Yep. I figure that's got to be it. It probably helps that all the Predacons have the same activation code, so he never has to go first and can just copy what everyone else is doing. <laughs> I just wanted to be popular. <laughs> the Scorpinox story. Right, so yeah, we get uh, we get a fight. We get some surprise eye beams. Yeah. Oh, and and there's bickering from the other Maximals. Like, yeah, Dinobot's you know, transformation looks really his his animation looks really bad. Yeah, because like his tail flies off because that becomes a weapon, but his like head pops off and then comes back too. It's and then everything yeah. just pops out, and it's not weird. It's these transformations are super cheatsy. It's his not his is the cheatsy. His is yeah, his is the worst because Megatron's is actually pretty good. I have to say that in the second season, when Hasbro asked them to try to at least pretend to be basing things on the toys, it, it was definitely welcome. Yeah, yeah. I love that he just comes out swinging with the spinny thing and his skinny sword. His rotate blade. Yeah, the rotate blade. Oh yeah, and, and right before the the fight actually starts, Optimus turns around to to shush up all the other Maximals, and he's in a boob butt pose. 
I mean, that's, that's, that makes sense for robots. Yeah. yeah but he's doing yeah, what he's it makes a monkey. More sense. He's a monkey at that time. I suppose that. He's, he's well, just a robot he, wearing a monkey. Thank you. Yeah, he's a, he's a robot in a, a monkey-shaped robot. Five Nights at Optimus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, we, we get some... Uh, you can tell it's a good fight because you get some character development in it. And yeah. uh, Prowl takes a bit of a slip, but Dinobot catches him. Because just n- kicking him off the bridge like that would be dishonorable. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah but the honorable has- thing is to smack each other's swords like you're in an Errol Flynn movie. But it takes- yeah, <laughs> the actual fighting animation was not great, but the fight was well written. Yeah, yeah. the high mm-hmm. points like Dinobot jumping super high and doing multiple somersaults, and then Optimus Prime taking Dinobot out with one punch like he's. Batman taking down Guy Gardner are both great, and then the yeah. character... And the way that punch cool. staggers him is really neat. Yeah, yes. it's like, wow, that was a really big punch. Full-scale monkey hit. Yeah, it's a pretty good right. fight. It's just... Anyway, this fight never actually comes to a conclusion, because uh, the Predacons, instead of going home, I guess just followed them and start shooting at them. Well, yeah, because oh, the yeah. base is like half a minute walk away. Or something. Ah, so close. Scale. There's one thing I also wanted to point out about the Dinobot transformation stuff. I love that his hands in robot mode are toy accurate as being just <laughs> these bizarre dinosaur claws that can grip around stuff. Yes. Yes. They got that much right. Mm-hmm. So they decide that they don't want to figure they don't want to wait to find out who's going to win. Uh, and Tarantula doesn't care because he's going to eat whoever loses, which is yeah. upsetting. <laughs> he's so creepy. They don't want to wait to see who wins, but they are willing to wait 30 seconds while everybody does their roll call transformation. Yes. yes. Yeah, really and apparently, loudly. quietly enough, even though they're clearly screaming these uh, their names, uh, that nobody hears them. Yeah. It's, yep. no, it's pretty exciting battle going on. I mean, come on. Well, rat practices. All the screaming. So uh, Primal does manage to get Dinobot out of the way of the missiles. Which were and flying way over the top of the bridge and not at risk of hitting them to begin with. Yeah, the first barrage. Bad. Those were, you know, like uh, like warning shots. Yeah. <laughs> not anyway, just the, an inability to aim. And clearly they overcorrected because the second set of shots uh, just hits the bridge. Yeah, which, which honestly they should have done to begin with. Probably. And then the bridge naturally disintegrates into tidy polygons. Yep. Yep. And uh, Rat Trap, Trap runs only... along in slow motion. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Primal just catches him, but grateful because, again, Rat Trap, huge jerk. Yes. Of course you saved my life. You're the boss. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <sighs> he is. He's such a jerk. <laughs> but, hey, those missiles just keep going, and they hit a mountain, which explodes, and it's full of energy on this point really kind of felt like they were like, you know, we we need a little more plot here, so uh, yeah. and also we need to set up a big uh, set piece for uh, for our uh, for our finale. Yeah. Yes. Again, like I said, this this episode really good with the characterization, not great with the plot. <laughs> no. But that's so fine they... because that's really what the big thing with Beast Wars was. So now everybody's heading out for this uh, this big crystal, and and they have guys who could fly ahead, 
but apparently for the Predacons, they would only Tarantulas is skilled enough to cut it up. For yeah. reasons? I mean, he, you know, he's... Listen, I mean, he is clearly the smartest guy amongst the Predacons. I mean, yeah, to be fair, their flyers are idiots. <laughs> right. And, and also, about 30 seconds in robot mode, there is enough to make you start energon overloading, so... Yes. I guess As Tarantulas, here? I mean, he, you know, he's got all those legs in beast mode. He could probably cut it up. He yeah. Tools, question mark? Pterosaur <laughs> is kind of useless in beast mode anyway. Yep. For... Megatron's only got those tiny little arms. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, but he's so great with those arms. So they're heading, and the Maximals decided to take Dinobot along. Yeah, but, well, he's changed his activation code. He's one much, of us now. And... Much to Rat Trap's chagrin, because he's Rat yeah, Trap. Yeah, he, he, he's not thrilled. And he's Because, based... again, he's kind of racist. I mean, I, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Predacon isn't exactly a race, I guess. We can just switch yeah i i don't know that really does raise some weird questions <laughs> it raises even more questions well they're robots <sighs> they can change yep. forms so it doesn't doesn't make any sense rat trap's just yeah. a jerk and Dino- rat trap's complaints he's like complaining he doesn't trust him but like Dinobot's already immediately earning his keep offering intel on the predacons like <laughs> he's the one saying oh they won't send the flyers ahead because Tarantulas is the only one who could disassemble it into something they'd be able to take away anyway. And in keeping with them sort of establishing catchphrases and such, Rat Trap does call Dinobot Chopper Face, which continues yeah. to be his nickname for him until he dies. Yeah. Spoilers! Spoilers. Sorry. <clears throat> Maybe Rat Trap dies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I meant. Maybe everyone dies. Yeah. Maybe they all cease to exist. Uh, I mean, everybody dies eventually. Not, not robots. They could, maybe. Alright, so maybe they're off. They, uh, they, do, yep. they do a little sightseeing, and... Uh... Wait, but before that, my favorite part of the episode happens. It's a weird favorite... Well, first, Rat Trap says, we're all gonna die again. And then it cuts to yes. Megatron and the Predacons walking towards the mountain. And just the shot of Megatron walking, his his walk cycle set to the music... That is That's cool. my favorite part of the entire episode. It's pretty great. It is, and I I was impressed by the uh, the way they handled the musculature on the dino legs in the animation. Yeah, in the first episode it seemed a little wonky. This episode, when they got that walk cycle down, they figured it out. Yeah. It's great. I mean, his dinosaur walk is really one of the great things of the first season. That and his tiny dinosaur Oh, yeah. Because he keeps his head stable, and the rest of his body wiggles around that. Yes. Angrily stomping towards his target. It looks like a real T-Rex, despite me having no idea what a real T-Rex looks like. Yeah. Yes. It's believable. (laughs) Alright, so they do a little sightseeing en route to this uh, giant energon crystal, and they see, you know, the place where the demons dwell, and where the banshees live, and they do live well. It's, a, it's Stonehenge, or a reasonable facsimile thereof. Yeah, just standing there in the middle of a field. I yep. do like that this is clearly Earth, and yet... Oh, but it can't be Earth because there's this one detail that's off, and no one really... I mean, I guess they do kind of take time to think, well... It's a pretty big deal. 
it's a yeah. moon and there's a random Stonehenge in Africa. And of course, that Stonehenge is. I mean, not only are they, are they clearly not in England, but <laughs> also, as we'll later find out, this is way before the Homo Sapiens is around. Yep. Yes. <gasps> And we've now talked about this longer than they talk about it in the show. Because yeah, they yeah, only the show dropped says, oh, hey, look at that. That's yeah, again, that's sort yeah, of a, a a setting defining moment that's only just really there to to define the setting. Yeah, like, it's like, second. oh, they mentioned this weird alien stuff in the story bible, better keep some of it in the pilot. Yes. Yep. Alright, so before they can get into a long discussion that like we did, uh they have to deal with pterosaur and waspinator. So we get a little action here. Uh, once again, somebody is almost menaced, somebody is almost destroyed by a falling rock when uh, Dinobot eye beams a little too uh, aggressively and almost squooshes rhinos. Yeah. Yay, falling rocks. And they of course, love the falling rocks. And Rat Trap immediately assumes Dinobot's trying to kill them all and goes crazy on him. He, he does impressively manage to knock over Dinobot. Uh, yeah. Which is especially extra impressive. After you see the shot of Dinobot getting up, and he's twice as tall as Rat Trap. Yeah, yeah that was not a good fight to pick. Yeah, Rat Trap yeah. is crotch high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's weird seeing Rhinox as shorter than Dinobot. Yeah. Rhinox is whiter, I guess. Yeah, I don't remember Dinobot yeah. being quite this tall. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's usually. I don't think Rat Trap is usually eye level with his rigid grill structure. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Rat Trap is small, yeah, but like Dinobot is massive compared to everybody else. He's bigger than Prime. I didn't, I didn't remember that or Prime Mole. Yeah. It, also, it's nice. This is the first time Scott McNeil gets to bicker with himself. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Earn that paycheck, Scott. The series. It's, yeah, it's gonna happen a lot more. Yes. I think, is he the only guy on Beast Wars who does multiple characters, aside from, like, incidentals? Uh, multiple characters at once, I think. Um, is anybody else? He Not really counting, is. like, Tigatron and Tigerhawk. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, I don't uh, think anybody else does different voice characters at the same time in the series. It's like, well, who does Inferno? Is that in? Inferno is Jim Burns, Let's and he just does Inferno. Oh, okay. He later yeah. did Thrust on Beast Machines, but they were obviously never seen together. No. I mean, yeah, I I really think that's that's it, because just thinking of the rest of the cast, I'm pretty sure everyone else was just one character. Yeah, yes. That's four, eventually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He just carries the show. Yeah. And I think I get we haven't really gone into it, but the voice acting is uniformly great on the show. Yeah, well, just everyone in it is just wonderful. Some of the animal noises are a little bit too much, but yeah, well, Scott, Scott McNeil does Rat Trap, Dinobot, Waspinator, and another character later. And later, yeah, yeah, but it wasn't until years later that I found out he was three different characters at once. It's like. How? What? I, and he I would they just, don't sound anything alike. Not really. And he no. would just oh. do them in the studio. I mean, he talked about that at BotCon. He would just do all of them, and the other the other actors would just just be sitting there waiting for him to finish. <laughs> and he would just go between them. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, because Dinobot's a big growling Klingon. Rat Trap's a little Brooklyn rat. 
Waspinator, okay, maybe, because he's just an extremely silly bug voice. It's a crazy bee monster. They're all still different. Yes. Bzz, bzz, bzz. Bee snuthor. No. Anyway, they finally get to this uh, to this Energon. Obviously, because it's Energon, they all have to stay in beast mode. And so it's time for everybody to, f- to fight again. But this time, it's actually really cool. Oh, and yeah. this one also has... Is great. I like that you you do get some of those slapstick sound effects in here, too. Cause you get a couple punches that are like, you know, they have a sound effect added to them. Yeah. And they start off in sort of like, what I think of is like the X-Men cartoon opening where the bad guys are all on one side, the good guys are on one side, and yes. just collide in the middle. You kind of have oh, to expect yeah. church bells. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's just destroy all monsters, monkeys, and dinosaurs fighting. I also love how when they crash into each other, some of them just go flying <laughs> yeah. yes. in the opposite direction. And yet we get an awesome animal fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's wonderful. Rat Trap jumping on top of Tarantulas and trying to rip his mandibles apart. <laughs> uh, we get Pterosaur playing Bullfighter with Rhinox. <laughs> then, of course, Megatron and Primal going at it. And oh, it's the best. Yeah. Primal oh. just punching him. Because Primal has hands. Yes. Like, and then okay. Megatron getting a really nasty look on Primal's leg. Yeah, he rips oh, a yeah. chunk out of him, so there's a chunk of his leg out in the 3D model. Underneath <laughs> is just blackness, and then they put in a layer of moving energon there's, there's texture. Some, there's some subtle, like, robot bits under there. Yeah, it just looks yeah. so horrible, because it's this gaping electrical hole. Oh, yeah, the, and, and in the animation, he's clearly limping great. after that. Yeah. 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 And that, that hurt him. and yeah, doing the whole I hate to mention Family Guy here, but the Peter Griffin holding the leg and it really ah, looks like it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. much of that fight sequence was cribbed from King Kong? Half of it. Uh, because it even has the classics like Kong about to pull apart the T Rex's mouth. Only well, it doesn't actually happen here. Yeah, there is that. In that, the well, he's trying to do that. The T Rex is still sassing him. <laughs> I love the toss by the tail. I love the trying to pull the teeth apart to make sure he doesn't get bit. It's all just gorgeous. And then at one point, he has his head embedded in a rock, and I assume they just had David K. put a box over his head? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. That sounds plausible. And anyway, things apparently aren't going well for the Predacons, so Megatron just decides, well, fuck this. (laughs) (laughs) That whole... That sequence does not make sense to me. He takes a bite out of Optimus's leg, and then Optimus yells, it's over. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. And Megatron is kind of like, okay, yeah, you did win, even though I just dealt a really nasty blow to you, and I'm still good to go. And then yeah, he like transforms. Him, it, it, it's, yeah, it gets a little weird there, because they kind of just, wrap up the episode, we're done! We have to end you the can't fight. can't have the bad guy win. Well, even though he was we're virgin on 22 minutes here, and we are not cutting into those Beast Wars commercials. Yes. No. Though at that time they still didn't let you show commercials for the sh- toys during the show. That's true. The sweet GI Joe commercials. Yes, <laughs> time for those sweet GI Joe Extreme commercials. Listen, these GI Joe Extreme figures are not going to sell themselves. Like they literally, and nobody else is going to sell them either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, turn- it turns out that nothing's going to sell GI Joe. Period. <laughs> uh, for like two decades. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Joe. Oh, uh, Joe. I mean, you know. 
So anyway, he he transforms, decides that he's just going to shoot this Energon and kill everybody. Well, I think he's trying to shoot Primal. And then Dinobot shows up and you think, oh, he's going to take the missile shot for Prime. It's like, no, he just whacks it with his tail. Yes. In such a way that he, like, whacks it down, thinking it's going to aim more at Primal, but it just sort of wibbles and crashes into the Energon crystals and everything starts to explode. Yes. And I really like the lighting in this scene. Yeah. Like the Energon. It's very nice. The flickering purple lighting on everything, it's wonderful. It's something that's way too complicated for anybody to ever do in any kind of 2D animated thing, unless they're crazy. And it's since you're not doing the shadowing, it's super cheap to do on this, and it looks amazing. Yeah, because it's just wrapping an extra texture on everything that moves. Yeah. Yeah. And of of course, now it's sunrise, so we're we're still in Michael Bay territory. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah, it's... Did the sun set, or has it just been golden hour the entire episode? No, because it's night when they get the get attacked by the Predacons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, see, we don't know this is Earth, so it may have a, a much shorter day-night cycle. Yeah, or, or two suns, like Tatooine. Yeah, well, it's got yeah. these moons that might spin up the Earth, possibly. <laughs> or maybe they really are just that close to the Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> So Megatron just goes, okay, I accept I've lost, even though it doesn't really have any explanation why. Transforms and then fires a missile at the Energon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because he Dino won't accept knocks it. out of the way. It starts to explode, sort of. It's like there's a countdown on this. Yeah, it starts, like, Maybe. vibrating and shimmering faster and more intensely. And everybody just gets these zoom-ins on themselves with these panicked looks on their faces. And Optimus <gasps> gets that wonderful cinematic effect where... The camera is zooming in and panning out, or panning in and zooming out at the same yeah, time. It's, um, crash zoom, I think it is. Yeah. Something like that. And I also note here that Gary Chalk does the best anguished yells on the show. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. He is perfect at that. Ah, oh, I miss him as a voice actor. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm still disappointed he didn't get to do it in that uh, Godzilla movie. Yeah. yeah. And if ever there's a time to panic to yell in a panicked fashion, it's when Godzilla's attacking. Pretty much. Would have been nice. So anyway, they everybody managed to get out, even Megatron, who we kind of see shutting down. I yeah. guess he just had a little cat nap and then woke up and got out before he exploded. He kind of like Team Rocket blasts off is the impression I got from it. He's like in the epicenter, yeah. but just gets blown clear. Yes. Yeah. Conveniently. Like, oh, we got picked up for a full series. We can't kill Megatron. Um, after yeah. scene, sure. Yep. And then moments later, as the Energon is about to explode, the Maximals magically pop up in like two miles away from the mountain. Yeah. Booked it. Far enough away to yeah. see the explosion as a background. And they just have to dodge some falling rocks. Yeah. And I, I vaguely remembered that they also had to ch- dodge chunks of Megatron, but I think I'm conflating this with uh, Power Surge. Presumably. Yeah, I didn't yeah, notice Yeah, I didn't anything. see any chunks of Megatron while I had it on in the background while we were talking. Yeah. And so that uh, all that leaves is that uh, for, for now, let Primal just says that for now, let the battle be here on this strange primitive world. And let it be called Beast Wars. And Swift everyone prints. Camera zooms out. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I tried making my, my roommate watch Beast Wars, and I almost lost him at that point. 
I, I kept him for a few more episodes, but almost lost him at that point where where Primal announces Beast Wars. But that's great. Um, it's the name drop and it cuts to squealing guitar. It's like it's super cheesy. Yes, it's cheesy, which is what makes it fun. The squealing guitars <laughs> enough. pull it back from being just ruiningly awful to cheesy awful. Yeah, it's, yes. not, it's not just dropping the line. It's like, oh, there's the title. It's th- there's the line, and whee! high screaming guitars. <laughs> We're going for it. It's like, yeah, we we know. We, we, we got it. He needed We're, to put on some sunglasses to <laughs> cover that line. Yeah, if him and Dinobot had just put on sunglasses, that that would have been fantastic, but that would have been too far. <laughs> Was that even a meme then? No. Uh, although it does happen in a later episode. <laughs> oh yeah, he does have sunglasses in a later episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep. I I I will point out that. Unlike the first multi-part episode, unlike the pilot of Generation 1, now the pilot of Generation 1 had this, like, false ending where it's like, oh, yeah, they've got everything they're going to need and they're going to go home now. And it's it's over three episodes later, folks. A rocket's fixed. We're gone. Bye. And then they I guess, get cleared for a whole season. You know, it's kind of like the Transformers, the G1 uh, four-issue limited series. Yeah. And then you get issue five, and then you get issue 80. It's like, it it had that, and this at least, they seem to have at least written this knowing they had a full season after it. Yeah, but like, Mm -hmm. the, the G1 comic did something completely different, though, in that it killed everyone in issue four. Well, yeah, and that, that was, was only added in once they knew that they had the order for like <laughs> multiple issues. Maybe, but that's a great place to end. It's like, nope, everybody's dead. <laughs> no, that they, they me, will... How has IDW handled Spider-Man being in issue three in the reprints? If he's in there. I think they got permission from Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've got a pretty good relationship with Marvel because I think they did like a nice. Thor, Walt Simonson collection too. And the, uh, the artist edition where they re- where they reproduce the original art. Yeah, they've done that for yeah. that. They did that for some uh, John Romita Spider-Man issues. So I don't think there's a lot of hard feelings between IDW and Marvel these days. No, it's not. And remember, they did cross over. Yeah, they crossed over. Uh, yeah. For New Avengers oh, yeah. Transformers, which was uh, mm. terrible. Yeah, that was yeah, so bad. It was just- Oh my goodness, that was bad. That was disappointing. Uh, it had Silver Sable in it, though, so uh excited. <laughs> oh, and the okay. Wild Pack? Sadly, no, just her. Alas, oh. no Wild Pack. There, there was no Wild Pack. So yes, it, it was, at least this ends on the the note that this is the beginning and not some weird false ending that they're going to then have to just completely disregard. Yeah, which, things like that will happen later. <laughs> The plotting definitely yeah. picks up, and and yeah, you get to the point where, as, as the writers said, they would end a season on kill them all and let Hasbro sort them out, <laughs> which we we will get to. Yep, in about twenty six episodes. Mm-hmm. Yes, twenty four. Oh, yeah. Twenty four. Now, first season's a long one, yeah, or longer. Yeah, it, and it's it's going to be very episodic. Yeah, like, yes. There, there are bits and pieces of overarching plot, but for the most part. Each episode is a self-contained adventure, yeah. usually with like a couple characters then. featured. Yeah, 
We'll get more serialized in season two and then very serialized in season three. Yeah. So overall, I think I, I prefer this to the, uh, to the pi- to the first part of the pilot. Yeah. All the stuff happens in this part. Yeah. yeah pretty much all fights. The- um, I mean, this episode is mostly fights. Yeah. Yeah. Three fights. See, but I'm, I'm the person who just sort of zones out whenever characters start fighting. So I I gotta say I I liked the first one a little better because like especially in like Transformers Prime you'd have a bit where suddenly characters are fighting and I just my mind would just go blank and be like wake me up when they start talking again. So, so. you're telling me that I should not get you that uh, copy of the Raid Redemption uh, for <laughs> our Stasis Pod Secret Santa this year? No, that's that's quite all right. I kind of agree with you. The fight in episode one and the middle fight in this episode kind of seem just kind of like we need a fight to happen in this segment between commercial breaks. Yeah. Yeah. So I almost feel like there's just slightly too much in both episodes that you couldn't quite edit it down into one episode, but not mm-hmm. enough happening that you can't have it without the padding for it to go across two. Yeah. Yeah, but but the the, the Primal and Dinobot fight, that's all characterization there. Yeah, that's around important. Yeah. The final fight, there's some characterization there. Mostly there's just... some characterization, and it's a nice set piece. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's a very nice set piece. Yes. So, yeah, right. I'm, I'm excited to continue watching this. That's right. Oh, so yeah. join us uh, next time on Beast Wars for the web. Ooh. Yeah. Time for more creepy tarantulas. <laughs> Yay, creepy tarantulas. Not with the net, which was a Sandra Bullock movie. No. Yes, very different from that. Yeah. Oh, we get, gotta set up a thing. It's like when we we have a Twitter and a, a Tumblr and and a thingy and a website that people will find this on, presumably. So you know where that is. Yes. We're Stasis Pod on various forms of social media. Yeah. Yes. That's us. And then also, hey, let's give Richard Newman's Indiegogo a plug. Yes. Yes. Richard Newman, the voice of uh, Rhinox, great oh, voice yeah. actor. He's having a little trouble right now, so you know if everybody who's uh, enjoyed his work can uh, chip in a buck or two, that'd be a big help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you'd enjoyed M. Bison going, yes, yes, or Rhinox firing the chain gun, so doom at people, <laughs> throw him a few bucks. Yeah. If you throw him yeah. enough bucks, he'll give you a personalized voicemail or something. Ooh, Ooh, and we will go ahead and link to his Indiegogo along with the podcast. Yes. All right, so from the... Uh, from the Stasis Pod, I'm Rob, wishing everybody a good night. I'm David. I'm- Later, guys. I'm Jen. Good night. I'm Alex, and I guess I'll turn the lights out on my way out. Chain of command that we start to get the 
like limb ripping Michael Bay violence of this show. The universe hates you, Aspen and Tom. I kind of like that this establishes that. Yes. Like, I like that it establishes kind of like More Than Meets the Eye does that, okay, these robots can suffer, suffer horribly and just be fine in the next episode because they're robots yeah. and they can be repaired like that. Yeah. Well, I, I can't remember. I, in a couple episodes, we get the concept of the uh, the CR chamber slash CR tank established. We kind of get it in this one with Optimus coming out of it in the first episode. but That's true. Although I don't think they, they don't mention that it repairs them as well. No, they, they keep talking about no. internal repairs while they're in beast. Yeah. Which comes up a little, but not much. Yeah, especially that leg wound. It's like, that was fine Oof. when we were out of the mountain. Oh yeah, that that healed fast. <laughs> yeah, because uh, ah, fuck it, we don't want to do that model again. Or that, or it took like three hours for that mountain to explode, which is how they got so far away. <laughs> that makes more sense. 